0: The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at KFUO.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio.
1: Listener-supported AM 850, KFUO in the St. Louis area, worldwide at KFUO.org. Remember, you can find us on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram, wherever you get your podcast as well. Whenever you're on those platforms, just search out KFUO Radio. I'm Gary Duncan, and this is Midday Moments, and it's time now for our moments with Mary Mann-Simon as we talk about parenting. This is our parenting and family moment, and Dr. Mary Mann-Simon is a practical parenting specialist specialist, a best-selling author. She has more than 3 million books sold. She holds a doctorate from St. Louis University. Of course, she's a wife of a pastor. She's a mother. She's a grandmother. And uh, as I said, she's an author as well. Hi, Mary. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm moving along just fine. Still working most days from home. You know, everything's uh, upside down. It seems like these days with the coronavirus, it's not just uh, affecting workers, but affecting families is affecting uh, students how can we as parents grandparents help students get the most out of their school year this year
0: and that's really the key question gary because whether your child is going hybrid online homeschool whatever this is not going to be a normal year we don't know how it's going to turn out (laughs) while the school year will end up but we do know it won't be business as usual So even if the format changes from what is starting out and is different in a month or two, there are five basic concepts that will support learning in any format. Let's just start with basic study space because regardless of where your child is going to school, uh, the kitchen table doesn't work. (laughs) <laughs> we found that out last spring. Especially at my and, house, because
1: that's where I'm set up. <laughs> On <the kitchen> table. <laughs>
0: it definitely doesn't work there, Gary. But we found last spring that the kitchen table works if a child has 20 minutes of homework one day. But it is not an all-day desk. Um, a child needs a quiet space. Laptop space, even for a young child in first or second grade, they need a space for their for their laptop. We know that kids learn best if they have natural light. So sitting by a window is best because that brings in the natural light. Research tells us that. Kids are like us. Yeah. They do best with air and light. I know that's what I
1: need. I need light. I have to open up the the curtain to make sure I get that natural light. Otherwise, I just can't focus.
0: Exactly. And that's what we're really talking about. What is going to help your child's focus? So the first thing is designate a study space that is really for that child. It's hard to find space sometimes in some homes that can be for that child, especially if you have multiple children who are doing this digital learning. But they do need a space that they can do their Zoom calls, that they can do their research. So set aside your study space. Okay second thing, kids can easily zone out during online learning. That's something we learned last spring. They need traditional school supplies, and you probably have already gotten that school supply list from your school.
1: Yeah, but you know what? We already done, since you know, some of the grandkids are girls, they've already been the, wanting to shop for clothes. <laughs> You know, well, it's like, i got to get clothes. I'm going back to school two days a week. So, yeah, but not? besides that, the school supplies, the normal school supplies, you're talking about the traditional paper, the pencils, the pens, the whatever they need. Okay, that's well, part of it.
0: Well, shopping, and, and mm-hmm. it is part of it. Uh, when you're shopping, be sure this year that you have either a whiteboard or a chalkboard or some place to keep track of all this stuff that's going on. We know that children get a great deal of security from structure. We do, too. You need a place to keep track of online schedules, whether it's in-person assignments, whatever. When is your child taking Zoom classes? What day of the week do they meet with the teacher? Encourage kids on this board, whatever kind of board you choose, to check off items as they finish. Because what we found last spring, what we learned, was a school day can seem endless. And if kids can check off what they've accomplished, that will help them. It'll give them a little bit of structure to keep track of things.
1: You know, you you made the statement uh, a little bit earlier that think of it as, as us, as we're working from home, many of us and many of the listeners are working from home. Uh, And you made this statement already, that the kids need the same kind of structure that we need. And I like the fact that you talk about the endless school day, that when I started working from home, it seemed like an endless work day. I was always gravitated back to that work, and it felt like I was constantly working. And I know that's some of the struggles that the grandkids were having as well, that they felt like they were always at school. They weren't getting a break.
0: Exactly. And that really comes to knowing your child. What kind of tracking system, of checkoff system, is going to work for your child? You're the expert on your child or grandchild, whoever is that school child in your life. So use your knowledge of your child. Apply that knowledge so you can help that child keep track of their accomplishments so they actually feel like they're doing
1: something. Most families, are the kids are so unique. Most of them learn differently than each other, even in the same family, that there's that different style for each kid.
0: Exactly. And that's why we become the experts on our kids.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So just apply that knowledge because it will make the school day go much better regardless of the format of the school day. The third point is regardless of that format, provide ways for kids to safely socialize. Right. God created us to be in community, and that social connection is really important.
1: That's why we decided that going back as the hybrid thing where they're going to school at the building a couple days, especially for the one, she really needed that socializing. She really seemed like she went into a little bit of a depression when she was told she couldn't report back to school back last spring as, as they closed up the schools. So we wanted to make sure that for her, she has that interaction with other kids.
0: And that's a really important thing that you noticed about her, Gary. That will help her make a more successful school year. Even if it's just that you set up a place with another mom or dad that your child can meet at the corner and bike around the block together, Mm -hmm. just so the kids see each other in, in safe ways. Our grandson is 13. He went to a camp out in a backyard last week. And our daughter sent some pictures. They were six feet apart, whether they were making s'mores or in their sleeping bags. You can provide this safe kind of socialization as long as you're careful. You know, you wear your mask, you keep social distancing, you wash your hands. I think we're really going to have to look at something like helping kids establish study pods, maybe outside on the front lawn while the weather's still nice this fall, mm-hmm. maybe in a large basement space, you can have one other child perhaps, um as long as it's a safe kind of environment. Um go to the state park and offer to meet another family there. So we have to provide ways for kids to socialize safely, and that's true again whether it's hybrid or in school. The fourth point is we need to have a positive attitude. Kids read emotions, even if they don't read books yet. You know, there's that verse in Lamentations 3 in the Bible that says this day is new every morning. That's a gift from God, and I think we've kind of forgotten that as one day just melts into another, we don't have those emotional markers like the holidays and like church on the weekend. Right. We don't have those kinds of things to help us kind of have that positive attitude. It's easy
1: to forget of- the days. I know both both the adults yeah. and the kids at my house are like, "What day is this?" You know, because it's so yeah. unusual. So I, I, I that's really nice to hear that from you, Mary. Have those positive outlooks and also have that stuff that stands out to help you where the days just don't seem to run together.
0: We all need those emotional markers. So make sure that you have those, build those into your family. Um, You might go to uh, have, have a dinner that you pick up once a week and make that your big event of the week. But it's something to anticipate. It's something to look forward to we all need that right
1: now. One of the grandkids over the weekend said, let's go look at the eagles, Grandpa. There's a place, it's away from everything. It's out in the country. I know where there's this eagle's nest. And it's a great place to go, something special, and get away. And there's no people around. <laughs> you know, it's it's on the bluff, down by the river. And we watch the eagles and their nest, feeding their young ones and everything. We had an opportunity to talk about migration and eagles and stuff like that. Those types of things, eagles watching, going to parks, maybe bird watching, walking in the woods, those separate things to bring learning experiences to these kids away from their home learning.
0: Exactly. And Gary, I never knew you were a science teacher.
1: (laughs) I didn't either. that,
0: (laughs) That is great because what you did there was you used biophilic design, and that is putting yourself into nature, What happens when we get out of our four walls and actually have a chance to be integrated in nature, we come back mentally less stressed and more refreshed. And that's what you saw happen with probably yourself and also the grandkids. Right. So if we can remember to do that, it has a long name, biophilic design, and you don't have to have a degree in science to be able to use it. You just have to be outside. You have to go outside. Mm -hmm. You can't just look through the window. You've got to really be on the grass and on that path. But try that, too. Um, And then, since we're outside already, the fifth point is... Don't forget kids' favorite subject, which is recess. (laughs)
1: Right.
0: (laughs) Not that it would ever have been your favorite subject, Gary, but, you know, getting kids out, running around the block, tossing the football, exercise decreases stress. Those five points, they're going to work regardless of how your child is going to school. You know, this school year is new for all of us. Teachers, parents, administrators, students, use what you learned last spring. What worked for your kids? How did you deal with the screen hangovers when the kids have been on the screen all day, day after day after day? How did you handle those explosive emotions Mm -hmm. after kids had Zoom classes one after another? How did you prevent your child from being numbed by screens? Those are all really important things that we have to look at right now because our personal toolbox of coping techniques is going to be as valuable as anything a Child Learns This Year.
1: Kids cope by watching their parents or grandparents on how they're coping with things. And another thing we need to watch and we'll wrap it up here is um stress. I try not to watch the news all the time because I tend to get stressed out just seeing everything and I know the kids could feel that. If I'm nervous about something, they're nervous about something. So that's some of the toolbox of coping techniques that you're talking about and we're learning those about the kids, but we're also learning those about ourselves. So I appreciate appreciate this conversation, Mary, and I look forward to talking to you every week here into the future as we talk about various parenting things here on the program. Thank you so much for being along with me today, Mary.
0: Absolutely. Loved it.
1: And this is Midday Moments on the Messenger of Good News, KFUO.